You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, Gary Stewart, today's musical guest. How do you like that music, Andrew Kramer? <laughs> I think it's a little before my time, but it's not too Well, bad. it doesn't have to be. Go back and listen to it. <laughs> Gary Stewart, instead of that crap you guys listen to today. You know. Yeah, you know who I bet loves that song is Zim. I bet Zim's oh, a good Zim, whiskey yeah, trip. You want to get you oh, want to yeah. get Zim on your side? Tell him, give him a CD of Gary Stewart. Uh, that would be a good one. <laughs> so uh, Sheldon that. Richardson, how much are they paying him for one year? Do we have any idea? Sounds like it's upward of eleven million dollars, which Ooh. is a, a really rich premium for a defensive tackle. The Vikings are putting their money where their mouth is, and I didn't expect it to come at defensive tackle. I knew it'd be a quarterback, but I didn't think they were going to spend that much at defensive tackle. And it's a sign, uh, not only that they're moving on from some of the pieces that they've been using there, that that this is going to be the guy that they they really put it all in on and hope that is going to revive their pass rush because uh, you know it kind of fell off at the end of the year. Yeah, that uh, Joseph and him next to each other, that could be unblockable. Absolutely, and the, the talents this guy's got. I mean, we all know first-round pick, kind of had some trouble in New York, obviously off the field a few years ago, but the talent is there. And, and when you're looking at what the Vikings are trying to do, this is remember now, this is their second reclamation project here. Last year was Dayton Jones. They tried yeah, to bring him that, in. Yeah, but there's... Former Packers first-round pick, didn't work out. But this guy's much more talented, and they yes. feel like he's been much more productive from that position. Yeah, I was going to say those are that's different planets. Those two guys, I think. Uh, uh, but yeah, they tried the reclamation project with them. So now that gets you down to about twelve million in cap room. But you got a, you stole a little money from Latavius today. Do we have any idea how much that was? A couple million or what? No, but it probably isn't more than that. I haven't been able to get the numbers quite yet on Latavius Murray, but he was only due about five million. I think it was like a six million dollar cap, so you're only going to shave off tops three or four million off that. But there's some other guys. I mean, look at guys like Brian Robinson, Jarius Wright. There's some other guys they can approach here where they can ride this cap a little close to the vest. You know, I mean, they can ride that line a little close with the salary cap until later on when they actually approach some of these deals they want to do. When talking about extensions for guys like Anthony Barr. Stephon Diggs, Daniel Hunter, they can then go back to some of their other guys and make that cap room work and create that with these other guys that are on the team. So I think they're going to be able to look at some of these other contracts to create room. It's not like they need to do everything with this $12 million they've got now. Uh, what? Uh, how much do you have to save for your draft choices? Now, they don't uh, pick till late, so, yeah, so yeah. It's, not a, it's not a heck of a lot. But uh, any chance for a honey badger or is that a dream? Well, unless he wants to take a huge pay cut and uh, what he could get from the open market, I just don't see it happening. No. I think Tyron Matthew is young enough 
and was productive enough when he was good in Arizona that some team is going to give him a pretty hefty premium, just like the Vikings did with Sheldon. And I think when you're looking at whether the Vikings were going to add a guy like Tyron Matthew, it was going to be an either-or situation here. I don't see them adding Sheldon and then turning around and paying a guy like Matthew, who, uh, contrary to reports, is not in Minnesota. <laughs> and uh, Sheldon Richardson was, uh, was recruited by both $11 million in the new building in Egan, huh? Yeah, I love how he brought up, he was honest at first, you know, he brings up the fact that, yeah, I love the building, and then he goes, well, the Vikings made me a better offer than the Seahawks. <laughs> That's just what it comes down to, money talks. Uh, the, Seahawks think- are, the Seahawks are having to cut a few bodies on that defense now that they actually have to pay Russell Wilson. Yeah, and now uh, you heard about the, them shopping Earl Thomas, and then they're actually hosting right now Tom Johnson, the former Vikings defensive tackle, so... Uh, Tom's out the door here in Minnesota. He's not coming back, and they might swap him with uh, Richardson. Well, that's uh, I love Tom Johnson, nice guy, and uh, it was was a stout competitor on those 30, 35% of the plays he played, but uh, that's that's not a fair trade for Seattle, I wouldn't say. Well, so, no, the problem is the Vikings are playing him like 70% of the time, which is just way too much for his age and kind of his role, and so now they get Sheldon, and they feel like that's the guy that can play 70% of the time. Did we ever find out, Is the uh, does the Cousins contract uh, include a clause not allowing them to franchise him? Uh, no, I don't believe so. I believe they can franchise him uh, by law or by NFL rules. Um, Kirk Cousins can be franchised a third time, and that would be in 2021, I believe, or 2020, uh, if my math correct. That would be upward, I read, of $40 million. Well, with the maybe, so maybe he's... G- Maybe he didn't want that clause in there then. Maybe he just wants the 40 mil, huh? Yeah, Kirk's never shied away. And people I've talked to close to Kirk, he never had a problem with the franchise tag because he kept telling Washington, I want a three-year fully guaranteed deal. Yeah. They said no. He said, fine, tag me. I'll go ahead and go out there and prove myself. And he so that was, the, that was the bad part, the fully, the, the, the Redskins, the, the fully guaranteed part was not what they wanted to do with him then. No, no, they were they were um, trying to pitch him a similar deal with similar money, but nowhere near the security, the financial security, and the guaranteed deal. And and the underlying thing with this, Pat, is Mike McCartney, whose cousin's agent, um, really put this in Kirk's brain a few years ago. This was Mike's idea, and Kirk has kind of seen the light and how good this would be for the NFL and for guys at his position. And that's why Kirk wanted a three-year deal to set that fully guaranteed precedent. And the hopes that in three years when he's renegotiated with more money, he gets even more guaranteed money in three years. So that was something Washington, no, was not willing to do. He is my hero. It's uh, finally <laughs> somebody's got these guys paying them what they promised to pay them. Drives and me crazy. A guy like Kirk, Latavius Murray comes in here, does exactly what you want him to do, and then you can call him in and cut his pay in half. You know. Well, when you're a running back, Pat, you can that you, they can do anything they want to running backs in today's NFL. So the only guys that uh, I, I was talking to Seaford yesterday about how this might be a precedent, and he pointed out pretty much only for quarterbacks because exactly. the, because the uh, the uh, franchise fee uh, the tag fee is so much higher for quarterbacks than any other place. Like Anthony Barr can't put himself in this kind of situation to pay at all because they'll just franchise him. You know, because yeah, it doesn't cost that much money, you know. Exactly. The, the premium so much less to, to just basically tell a guy, nope, you're going to stay here and you cannot negotiate. And really with quarterbacks, they're the ones who have to lead this charge. And I don't know if the precedent's ever going to trickle down to other positions. 
uh, I think it's just going to have a, a you know resonating effect with other quarterbacks. So in terms of when the guys like Aaron Rodgers come up, he now says, okay, the bar is three years, eighty-four million guaranteed fully. Now I want four years and blank million guaranteed. Like he can just kind of work off of that precedent, and that's going to be a game changer for a lot of these top guys. I think, even though a lot of people don't think of Kirk as one of those top echelon, upper echelon quarterbacks, and he hasn't earned that yet. But he's done a lot of good for a lot of these other guys. Hey, uh, you know what I'm looking forward to? Uh, we don't get to go to Mankato for training camp anymore, so uh, don't get to eat at Polly Eyes Pizza or any of those places. But I want to be there or at least see the video opening day next year of training camp when Zim tells us nobody's given him a chance. He's seen a lot of predictions <laughs> that he's seen a lot of predictions that they don't even think the Vikings are going to make the playoffs. And no, no matter what, uh, Mike Zimmer is always good at kind of motivating players that way and somehow convincing people that it's them against the world. But now with Kirk Cousins in the fall, I'm, I'm curious to see how that kind of uh, <laughs> how, he spins, art, how he spins exactly. that one. I guess he'll be telling them next year, people don't really think we're going to go unbeaten, you know, or something <laughs> like that. I think they're the, uh, I think they're the favorites in the uh, NFC. I think uh, this but uh, this puts them uh, probably a step ahead of the Eagles. But have you seen might... what the Eagles have been doing though? Are you sure? Well, but they yeah, but they've had to get rid of some guys too, right? Yeah, but they traded for Michael Bennett from who's the better defensive lineman over in Seattle than Sheldon Richardson. Traded for Michael Bennett, then they just added Haloti Nada. Uh, basically, as a two. Oh, they got him. I missed. The they got yeah. him too. So they're going to play the eight. They're going to play eight guys again. Up front, off and on, but they're going to have better ones, huh? Yeah, it's it's crazy to see. Now, Holody's got to stay healthy. He had, I believe, he tore his biceps last year that ended his uh, season, but he's older and the, you know, longer in the tooth. But, yeah, they've got guys now where you can just keep sending those waves and they're upgrading them, and it, that's something the Vikings have looked at. They've seen that and went, that's what we want to do. And so they're trying to get a similar kind of uh, platoon. So, yeah, so that, that makes sense that the Eagles – that they're they're trying you know they tried to use the green bay role model of having 10 or 11 draft choices each time and that did work out so maybe now they're uh i i've also said that like six seven years ago how was the everybody said it just turned into the old afl and the scores were nobody could stop anybody and the way they stopped them was by knocking the hell out of the quarterback, and now that's what everybody wants to do. That's how you stop, uh, you know, throwing 45 passes a game. You knock the guy down 14 times. Well, and these defensive linemen and pass rushers are just so much better than the offensive linemen now. Yes. Um, I think these guys coming out of college are so much more ready to rush the passer than they are to, to protect the passer because of these spread offenses. Like a lot of these offensive linemen, Pat, aren't even getting into three-point stances in college. There are guys I talk to who are coming out into the NFL who have not been in a three-point stance since high school. How are you going to teach them then to stop Von Miller? I mean, it just it, all this stuff, is just the way that the college game is kind of uh, going away from the NFL game or maybe vice versa, uh, these pass rushers are just so much more well-equipped and more talented than the offensive linemen. And you're right, that's helping kind of stunt some of these great quarterbacks. That's why Drew Brees is throwing – you know, 75% completion on three-yard outs because sometimes yes. his offensive linemen of the past couldn't protect them. All right. Hey, Andrew, thanks for your time, sir. Thanks, Pat. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, the uh, A lot of people doing a great job on uh, the Vikings. Uh, and uh, the Star Tribune rolled out the big guns today. I know they, I mean, in today's paper, uh, 
they called our twins guys down here yesterday i know and said uh, take it easy fellas you don't you don't have to really produce much copy because we have kirk cousins fever so we'll be back Runs circles around other sports guys. You're on the ride with Royce, 1500 ESPN. And now, Joe and Pat present Sports Talk's Person of the Day. Altuve, open stance, waits. Another 3 2 and a high fly ball. Deep left center field. At the wall. Tie game. That Joe Buck, what a lousy announcer. Oh, Isn't he a lousy yeah, announcer? He's terrible. He's terrible. He's terrible. He did he didn't want the Astros to win. He, he wanted hates the, the Vikings. He hates the he twins. He hates the Vikings, that's right. Jose Altuve. Now we're having we're having a pretty much a return of collusion here, aren't we, in baseball? I mean it's uh the spring. The story in the spring has been uh collusion. I think the Astros might have put a little uh little uh, fork in that uh, today uh, by giving Jose Altuve, uh, now 30 years old, right? 30 years old? Is, is that he that old? Right? Yeah. Is he that old? Is he 30? No, no, 27, excuse me. Oh, It'll be thought... 20, 28 on May 6th. Okay. Uh, five years, $151 million. Uh, I love him. He's fantastic. Me too. And what, what does this mean for Bryce Harper? Although I think Altuve's a better player than Bryce Harper, but he's uh, a little older and he's a different kind of player. Manny Machado is going to get a few, uh, get some bucks too. But well, this, especially considering they're both going to be on the open market, whereas yes. Altuve resigned. You know, but they paid him like it was the open market. That's true. Right? Yeah, no. that is pay, true. I mean, they basically paid him like. Did he? Uh, so they must be ripping up the old one then, huh? No, this had... one starts in 2020, I read, via Bob okay. Nightingale. Oh. oh, so he had two more years left, and I suppose they figure that by then, 30 mil is not going to be normal, but it's going to it's going to happen. But what a fantastic player. Oh, I love just, his story, too, how he just kept showing up yeah, the trial. Yeah, he just showed up in Venezuela, they wouldn't let him. But the last <laughs> five, you know, the, the 200 innings pitched has disappeared. But in the year, in the era of the launch angle, so has the 200 hits, right? You don't you don't see that many hits. He has led the National League in hits four straight years: 225, 200, 216, 204. Uh, the last few years, he's at one 45 hits in the last yeah, four years. Yeah, My and gosh. he's won uh, three of the last four batting titles: 341, 338, 346. He's five foot five. I went down and talked to him this year. He's great. He's a heck of a guy. He's a little brick outhouse. But how does he get on top of the ball? That's Quickest what I can't hands understand. Hands in baseball. Yeah. How does he hands. get on top of the ball from know. that from that uh, position? That that home run that uh, Joe Buck was just describing. He got on top of the you know a fastball and hit it out of the ballpark. Great player and uh, it it you know what. I wonder if Houston, you know, which is always 
kind of been lukewarm on baseball. They obviously came around the last couple of years, and they did earlier when the ballpark first opened, and they were good. But they might draw three million people down there this year. Yeah, yeah. They might. They might draw forty thousand. It a does game make down you there. wonder though, too. I mean, because they got a lot of talent. They got to pay. Oh yeah, the yeah. They're gonna have to let some of them go. There's no doubt about it. And they They're already got the big to... Verlander contract that's on the books. I just, I, I want because yeah. I like when they're good because they really did it the right way. The How Astros. many years Verlander got left? Somewhere? I think it's three, two or three, ooh, something ooh, like that. Well, but he's good. I mean, but it's again, you Jim Crane, you know, good Republican, good buddy of Donald Trump. He's probably got all that uh, that, uh, that tax money back now. He says, "What the hell? I'll spend it on baseball." Huh? The first uh, three hundred million dollar payroll. <laughs> they're going to uh, keep it could everybody. Be, it could be. Uh, let's see. They're not. How are they going to stay? I suppose they're still under one eighty nine because uh, they got enough young guys well, yet. Correa is uh, only making league minimum. I yeah. think Springer's. For, this was his first year being arbitration eligible, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to remember some of their other younger Bre- players. Bregman's still a ways away. Right? Yeah, yeah Bregman. Bregman's got, but uh, but they yeah, got McCann he, too. They got McCann yeah. on that big deal that he the mm-hmm. last year or whatever it is on his. Ah, uh, two more years of uh, of uh, Verlander, twenty eight million each. Eight million paid each year by uh, uh, Detroit, so uh, twenty million. What's okay. Keiko, not what's bad. Keiko he's got Verlander back for forty. Well, they got to pay him too because yeah. he's a free they agent got, after this year. Yeah, okay. he's a free yeah. agent. I don't know if I'd break the bank for him. I like him, but yeah, I like guys with better stuff. You yeah, know? he can, he kind of fooled you, right? Yeah, I I mean he's he did he's, win a Cy Young, but I'm with you. You've got way other, you've got more important uh, options that you need to pay aside mm-hmm. from Dallas Keuchel. That that is true. By but, the way, uh, uh, we've got the Twins game on in here. The uh, the nightcap of the of the split squad against the on? Red Sox. Uh, I don't know who's starting number sixty six. I've never heard of him before. For our for the Fighting Twins. For our guys, we jumped out one to nothing. Eddie hit a nice double. Excuse me, and hit a nice double to give them a one to nothing lead. Uh, they're circling the bases like Bugs Bunny and the Gas House Gang right now. Okay, this guy, the Red Sox uh, are. <laughs> uh, I would have to check sixty six. I wonder if they might wonder if they got a bunch of minor league by Baxendall. Maybe I think maybe I saw that he might be pitching. I'll go check on that during the break, and we'll have that information for you when we get back. How many? Uh, how many they hit over there? Well, Pat, we've only got one out in the bottom of the first, and uh, we got three on the board already, and we're uh, we're still it's, hitting. It's not Hildenberger, is it? No, it looks like <laughs> they it's, did that uh, here today. It looks they like can, it's so. Sh- so they've given up. 14 runs already today, and yeah. they're still not through the 10th inning. That's so. unbelievable. It must be a minor leaguer. I'm guessing so, too, yeah. I will have to uh, check on that, and we will have that information uh, when we get back. Anyway, today's, you know, he's got an MVP award. He's got all those silver bats, uh, three silver bats. He's got, uh, now he's got uh, $300 million in the offing, but nothing for Jose Altuve (laughs) will compare to getting the certificate that declares him Sports Person of the Day. Yay! Here's Johnny Hype with a sports update. Well, thank you. This update sponsored by Shell Oil Company. Get the feeling of being rewarded with gold status at Shell with the Fuel Rewards Program. Download the Fuel Rewards app, join, and start savings five cents a gallon today. NCAA tournament. Much better than your top of the hour update. Yeah, well, almost have to be. NCAA 
uh, tournament action today. Uh, the big news, I guess, uh, we had, uh, let's see, an upset early 13 seeded Marshall beat number four seed Wichita State, 81 to 75. Uh, right now, Texas and Nevada, 68 68 with one second left. Looks like that one's going into overtime. And uh, in the Purdue game, Purdue easily beating California State Fullerton. Uh, Purdue senior Isaac Haas fractured his right elbow. The seven foot two center. Uh, he will be out the rest of the NCAA tournament. Now, the Gopher women are playing right now in the NCAA tournament, too. Uh, there's about four minutes left in their game with Green Bay, and they trail Green Bay, uh, Green Bay by nine. That game, 55-46. to 46. At the Arnold Palmer Invitational, Henrik Stenson and Bryson DeChambeau, 11-under. They are tied for the lead. Uh, Taylor Gooch, two back at 9-under. Then a lot of folks uh, at 5-under and 6-under. Uh, Tiger Woods, he's at 3-under, finishes the day at 3-under. He was even for the day. Vikings news today, another free agent signing. Former Seahawks and Jets defensive tackle Sheldon Richardson reached an agreement on a one-year deal with the Vikings. And in just the last few minutes, uh, the Vikings sending out a press release. They have released wide receiver Jarius Wright. Across the border, the Green Bay Packers signed free agent quarterback Kyle Fuller to an offer sheet. The Bears, you might remember, placed the transition tag on Fuller earlier this month, a month that guarantees him a $12.9 million salary for the next season. The Bears have five days to match Green Bay's offer for the 2014 first-round draft pick. Ian Rappaport says the Bears are expected to match the Packers' offer. The Bears would get nothing in return if they choose not to match Green Bay's offer. Twins with split squad action today. They were thoroughly beaten by Tampa Bay, 11-1. to uh, Game two against Boston just underway. Don't worry. Ac- we're finally out of the first inning, John. A lot of action early. Uh, it's 3-1 to one Boston. The Twins started a fellow. We're not sure who he is. Who he plays Miles J. Miles with an Jay. E on it. Not to be confused with Tyler J., the former number one draft choice, who pitched uh, over here today, came over from the minor league camp, and uh, dazzled him. He struck out the side, but in between he gave up four hits and two runs. So, <laughs> so, uh, it's so it was a bad J day for the Twins. <laughs> Does that qualify as a snapper mow him down inning when you give up three in the first? <laughs> I think it's supposed to be in a row. I don't okay. think you're supposed to give up. I don't think you're supposed to face seven batters in a snapper mow him down inning. So. <laughs> Twins. Will we do that? By now? the way, oh, by the way, Tyler J, number six overall pick that year, uh, as a relief pitcher, and maybe one reason Darren Johnson no longer has his job as scouting director because uh, uh, selected very near him, Anthony Bentendendi or whatever is the Boston the Red outfielder. Sox outfielder, the Red Sox outfielder. Yeah, hmm. that 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 might have been a mistake. Might have been, yeah. Uh, Twins obtained outfielder Jake Cave from the Yankees today in exchange for minor league pitcher Lewis Gill to make room for Cave on the 40-man. The Twins designating veteran Kenny Vargas for release or assignment. Uh, Pat, you just had this one. I believe the Houston Astros and Jose Altuve agreed to a five-year, $151 million extension. That will not begin, though, until 2020. He's already signed to a team-friendly deal through 2019, this one kicking in. In a couple of years. So they're feeling guilty because they don't have to pay him much the next two years. So go for it. Huh? Yeah. Okay. I, th- I think he's making six and a half mil, something like okay. that. So that's a pretty wow. good deal for a guy to uh, play the way he plays. Pat, he got you- more than Moose did. <laughs> yes, yes, he yes, did. Moose. A little bit more. Uh, you were asking, by the way, Pat, earlier in the show, if Kirk Cousins' fever had, uh, had kind of subsided a little bit today. Yeah. 
Uh, this from James Johnson on Twitter. Thank you, James. It got so hot and heavy, the Kirk Cousins fever, that even my talk 107.1 was breaking down the Kirk Cousins mm-hmm. today on the Colleen and Bradley show. Uh, I don't think he's that cute, do you? I don't think he's I, a good-looking guy. He's oh, okay. No, he's well he, too polished and shiny. He looks like uh, he looks like Kevin Love is who he looks like. He looks he too uh, clean and straight, and mm-hmm. he looks like yeah, a church goer. He he's a church goer. He's a church goer. What's wrong with that? Oh, there's nothing no. wrong with it. There's just no living in. <laughs> the, he, you know, it looks like he goes to bed early and. <laughs> you, know what, you know what I mean? Yeah, right. Well, he's, he does have the diet. He's doing the Tom Brady diet, so mm-hmm. he probably does go to bed early. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was okay with the signing until earlier today. Reavers says to me, "Did you see the video with Kirk Cousins' kid? Oh, his kid looks cute. So cute. I'm yeah. Like, oh, oh, well, that's, that's how many homely kids are there? For God's sake! No, oh, this, man. this kid. That's is, what I love is when they say, "Boy, that's a cute baby." You know, well, they you know, are. Uh, this, you know, this, this kid, this kid is above average cute. Okay, okay. Yeah. I don't know. My second is one is a pretty little, ugly. Is he wearing a little? Is he wearing a little seersucker suit? Oh, no, they had him done up in Viking. Yeah, he had the stuff. Helga Horn deal going on in the, the jumper. He looks jumpy. so cute, Patrick. I just want to grab his jeans oh, and squeeze him. Okay. Now no, I'm really annoyed. <laughs> Plus, too, we, had a na- we got a neighbor kid. Oof. Keep that kid away from pretty my ugly, house. Pretty ugly. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Super yeah. ugly. That happens okay. He was right. so ugly. Hey. <laughs> Yeah, I had those big uh, ears, but unfortunately, my head kind of grew into them. But I had the ears. <laughs> I had those ears that uh, stuck out to the side, man. Uh, I got some baby pictures with them ears, man. And I was a tub, and then I got skinny, and then I got tubby again. Minnesota Wild the in action. The circle of life. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. Wild in action so the, tonight. The, act, yes. the, the blip on the radar was getting the normal size, actually. Okay. It turned out it was fat, normal, fat, you know. So yeah. the, that little, that period in between is the one that somehow that happened. I don't know. That was the regression. Right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Right, it. right. I weighed 170 when I got out of high school. What the hell happened? Beer. That's what Beer. Happened. Yeah. Beer and Life. pizza is what happened yeah. to me. That's right. Wild in action tonight. They're out in Nevada to play the Golden Knights. Uh, don't forget Minnesota United Soccer on this station tomorrow. Opening up the home season with a game against the Chicago Fire. You'll hear it right here. 1230 pre-match. 1 o'clock yeah. starts. You know what I'd do if I was Boods tonight? Huh. You guys go out and beat these Knights on their home ice. I'm taking you all to the brothel. Mustang Ranch, here we come. Mustang Ranch, Mustang Ranch, here we come. That's but if you lose, incentive. if the, you lose, we're flying home. Then no, if you lose, then you're all working at the brothel. <laughs> yeah. Oh yikes! It's a, it's a thought. Yeah. All right. Wait till the NFL comes to that town. My God. <laughs> As I said, those 35-year-old hookers better start getting in shape. Get to work, ladies. (laughs) All right, we'll be back. Uh, One of the most shocking verdicts I have ever seen in my life up in Duluth, Shannon Miller. Was was the trial up in Duluth? It must have been. I would assume so. Shannon Miller, who got basically her contract ran out. And they got rid of her. They didn't renew it in Duluth, at Minnesota Duluth. And she took them to court uh, based on the fact that uh, she was being discriminated against. 
uh, as a lesbian, and uh, she was being discriminated against because she was a powerful woman, and uh, she she proved to the jury they proved to the jury that it, it this had cost her seven hundred thousand dollars in earnings but they then gave her three million dollars for emotional stress she got three point seven million dollars from the federal jury i don't know what the appeal process is but uh umd's insurance company is not going to like having to come up with 3.7 million dollars no, no. on this case and they're probably trying to get uh her uh law, law fees uh legal fees too uh, i gotta think we're gonna end up uh back in front of a judge here and he's gonna say what the hell is going on here what 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 what, what, what is this this seems uh pretty outrageous for being the umd hockey coach but uh that was uh you know my old friend John Gilbert testified in her behalf. Maybe he swayed him as to she did have a hell of a record, but the last two or three years it was not that good and they did not want to keep paying her what they were paying her. They didn't they didn't feel like uh she was worth what they had been paying her and she managed to take him to court and uh win and uh boy oh boy this is uh it is amazing to me i i i wouldn't have been surprised to see her get a half a mil or something but the 3.7 million dollars and uh i i don't think from what i've heard about the uh uh people who uh who were you know what they the decisions they made after she left that had anything to do with her being a lesbian but uh who you know what do i what do i know i uh i i just am uh shocked at the uh at the absolute uh uh 3.7 million wow that's uh, losing her job as a women's hockey coach at umd so how are we doing on uh, scores here? Uh, how are our Gopher women doing with Green Bay? Still down? They were down, weren't they, Manny? Down, down, down 10, 10 right? at the half. I, yeah, I was they were shocked. down 12 last I checked. I'm I was looking. shocked to see Green Bay was a 7 seed and the Gophers were 10. Uh, Marcus Fuller reporting it's a one-point game in the Ooh, fourth quarter right. in Eugene for the Gophers uh, in Green all Bay. All right. Come on, girls. Let's, Is it on uh, TV? Uh, it's like ESPN2. Oh, oh really? Oh, the deuce. Come on. Let's see. Maybe maybe we'll have a final score by then. So I'm watching this guy getting lit up for the Twins anyway. So let's find uh, something. Is he else back here. out there? Uh well, right Miles now the Twins Jay? are the Twins are batting. So I don't know if he uh, if he if he's still in the game or not. Uh, wow. Gophers up one, sixty-seven, sixty-six with seven fifteen. Oh. Holy sir. cow! A uh, heck of a, a comeback. Vaunted comeback here. They were down most of the most of the game. Gophers and with the, the ball. Uh, and the Fighting Eric Musselmans are up by four in overtime over the Fighting Shaka Smarts right now. So really, uh, five uh, seconds and looks like uh, Nevada's going to dribble it out and win the game, eighty-seven, eighty-three over Texas. All right, over Texas, huh? Yeah. Is the Shaka Smart? That's a just kinda, right? Yeah, this is his third year, and they were—I mean, they were kind of middle of the pack in the Big Twelve. Well, what just nine not, of the, how many have made eight? Eight made it right out of I the Big so. Twelve, something like that. Iowa State didn't make it this year. Yeah, but. and they were Texas had a really bad year last year, so I don't—I don't know. I mean, it's—it's it's only mm-hmm. three years for Shaka so far, but man, well, Eric got drilled by San Diego State in the finals of the uh, tournament. Mm-hmm. 
And they the were Mountain down. West. Uh, no, the semifinals, Mountain West. They were down fifty-five twenty-five at halftime. Eric finally uh, obviously got them back on track. San Diego State got eliminated yesterday, yep. but. Uh, that's uh, that's a nice victory for him, that's for sure. And how about the Pac-12, ladies and gentlemen? We have uh, uh, nobody left, right? But they're dominating the NIT. They got USC. They got Utah. They got. I congratulated Atterbury today on Stanford being the last standing Pac. Uh, 12 team and he said no he said we're kicking the hell out of them in the uh in the nit we got like three or four (laughs) but but how many they only got did they only get three in uh arizona 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 state uh did oregon make it ucla ucla yeah because remember usc got jobbed yes usc should have been in well they're doing well in the nit that's true they can be proud of themselves so uh, so none of the uh, Big Ten teams have uh, played yet today. No, Michi- was it Michigan supposed to play? Well, per- Michigan well, played, played last today, night. That's right. Oh, Purdue, Purdue and yeah. they lost. Haas. Oof. Uh, Michigan won. Michigan State won. Big Ten hasn't had a loss yet, have they? Uh, no. Yeah, uh, yeah, because Ohio State won the other night. Yeah, Michigan yeah, State. Of course, is they only ended up with what four, right? Four Big teams. Big Ten only yeah. ended up with four. Yeah. Uh, this yeah. is the Nebraska first... got beat, by the way, at Mississippi State. This so, is the yeah. first time I've I've watched the Gopher women's basketball team. This Destiny Pitts. Oh, she's yes. she can shoot, man! Yes. Holy yes, she cow! Well, she turned the whole program around. I mean, she's uh, she gave them. You know, Carly Wagner. We had her on the other day. Is shooting about ten percent higher than she did last year because she doesn't have to force up shots because she's got this kid. Pat, she's hit two threes. One of them was from NBA range, and I'm not joking. She absolutely, mm. she's a really good shooter. So how out. far are they up now? We're up three, uh, and Destiny Pitts is at the line right now to shoot two. What? Uh, 75, 72, 75, 72, 76, 72. And uh, Green Bay has the ball with just over five minutes to go. I refuse to believe a Big Ten team should ever be an underdog to Wisconsin-Green Bay. I'm sorry. What <laughs> conference is that? Mid-continent or something like that, isn't it? Uh, mid-continent. did anyway. the men's Green Wisconsin-Green Bay team go into Madison and beat the Badgers? Was that last year? I think it was this year. Was it this year? Everybody beat the Badgers. That's true, yeah. It's a bad year. When the Badgers and the Gophers don't make. And the Hawkeyes, right? The three rivals? Yeah. yeah. None of them made the NIT, for God's sake. <laughs> wow. Or the CBI or the CIT. No the postseason other, at all. Wow. Yeah, yeah, all three of them here. Are the, the arch rivals, they all stunk this year. All righty. Well, uh, I think uh, because it's uh, a feel-good Friday, we're going to give ourselves a little more time for our feel-good Friday thought of the week. Manny Hill, what is your feel-good thought for the week here on the Friday Fun Fest? Well, guys, I saw this about uh, about an hour and a half ago. This is from uh, Adrian uh, Wojnarowski. Just called a Woj bomb. Oh, Woj bomb, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he says uh, one of the most interesting 10-day contract deals in recent years. The Utah Jazz are signing David Stockton today 
League sources tell ESPN he is the son of Hall of Fame guard John Stockton. Cool. So David's going to play for his dad's old team. Uh, it's just a 10-day contract, but that's kind of a cool story. That uh, He's a decent player, right? He was a Gonzaga kid. Yes, yeah. yes, he was. Yeah, he's okay. He's been playing for uh, the Reno team in the G League. So, uh, you know, cool, cool story uh, for him. You know where the old man was really good? Uh, playing in the Dream Team. <laughs> <laughs> he... Uh, he could get the he could work the open floor with those fellas running along yes. when he played when he played instead of magic. It was pretty damn good. He's uh what a, what an amazing player. Yeah, he was. Uh really quick update before my uh feel good thought for the week. 78-76 Gophers only up two, three and a half minutes to Come go on, against girls. Green Let's Bay. Let's go, girls. Uh, I, I have no trouble with it, rooting for Minnesota women's I, athletics. I do have a one little minor like daily complaint. I know it's a Friday feel good thought, yeah. but I have one little daily complaint. The Gophers in Green Bay, they're playing at Oregon. They're playing at uh, what, the University 100, of Oregon. 100 people there? Uh, well, there's that too, but that that court for Oregon is awfully ugly. It is. And by the way, the original uh, NCAA tournament was held out there, I believe. Oh, okay. Oregon back in the day, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and I, I'm probably not because I knew Jerry Harkness was left-handed. Uh, go ahead there, uh, Reavers. Uh, my feel-good thought for the week is I'm going to stick up for my guy, Doogie, who is getting national attention for pointing out the schism, schism. in the Timberwolves locker room. And you know what, Tom Thibodeau? If you don't think that our guy, Doogie, knows his wolves, well, then just take a load of this, Tom Thibodeau. Been the flip regime, certainly Milt Newton, Rob Babcock. I mean, those guys... Not always an open book, but an open book enough. Well, Flip, but now Flip would call guys like you on the way home. No chance. Yeah, I mean, Flip would go and pick up his Broadway pizza, you know, four ninety four <laughs> and fifty five. He'd call me on his way out of the pizza place. We'd talk until one thirty in the morning, you know, after games. That's just that's not happening anymore. But if they win, fans won't care. Yeah, Tom Thibodeau. So take yeah, that. Yeah, yeah that's Doogie that, at his finest. Plus, he's a steak eater. He doesn't eat pizza, so uh, he eats big steak every night. I thought you'd enjoy that. What's Here's your feel my good feel-good thought, thought for the week? Dustin Morris, the uh, head of the uh, media department for the Twins, goes around and asks every player. For a fact, for a factoid sure, that yeah. somebody doesn't know. Did you see the one on Tyler Kinley? No, what is Today's it? fantastic. Tyler Kinley's great, great, great uncle was President William McKinney. No. McKinley. Well, okay. President William McKinley, 1870, 97, 1901. McKinley was assassinated during his second term, yep. and the family was advised to remove the mich. From their name to protect future generations. Wow, that is a that did you is, know? That is a note that Charlie Walters would have died for. <laughs> that was a a little birdie could have told him that he would have been so happy he couldn't have taken it. So that's a great did you know? All right, gentlemen, Saturday sports talk, collar and some other stuff tomorrow. At the Home Depot, we have plenty of Christmas trees to make your holidays even more magical. Hundreds of full, easy-to-assemble artificial trees that look so real, you may be convinced they actually are. And for those who love that fresh pine smell, we have a parking lot full of fresh-cut trees to call your own. We'll even help you load your tree in the car so you can bring home the holidays. The Home Depot, how doers get more done.